Yo, what's really good? It's your main man, Sean Little from the No Catch-Up Podcast. Wanted to send a reminder, make sure you rate and review No Catch-Up, available everywhere, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, No Catch-Up is on there. Make sure you tell everyone it's the best sports podcast in the world. Drop that five-star review, pass the links to the homies, let everybody know. You know the deal, No Catch-Up, Sports Talk via Chicago. Lock in. No Catch-Up. No catch-up. What's really good, my people? Welcome in to No Catch-Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick with me as always. We haven't been on the mic in a couple weeks. Folks been busy, but we're back, man. NFL divisional round was something for the ages. We had Bills, Chiefs, Bananas, Jackpot Joe Burrow doing his thing. Brady almost Bradyed again. We're going to talk about all that. Then we're going to look ahead to the championship weekend. Then, of course, we're going to move over to the NBA. NBA has got a lot of stuff going on, and it's very wide open. We're going to talk about NBA power rankings. We're going to talk about, or maybe Nick doesn't think it's as wide open as it looks. We'll talk about that because I we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that because I want to see what Nick says about who who are the real players and who aren't. And then we'll get into some bull stuff. Levine came back last night, lifted him to a W, even though it got kind of shaky down the stretch. We'll jump into it, man. Big Nick, they're quick. Yes, sir. What's going on? Back on the mic. Back on the mic. What's good? Chilling, man. What's the business? How you man, doing? Man, my, my coffee is is back the right, you know, the right ratio. You yeah. know what I'm saying? What, what happened? You, you was having some issues with the coffee? You weren't grinding your beans right? No, I remember a couple you, weeks ago, I put too much cream in my Oh, shit. yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, you just got to come to the dark side, man. No condiments in the coffee, man. Just take it straight black. Enjoy the flavor. You know what I mean? Honestly. Yo, do, do you grind your own beans or are you, are you buying pre-ground shit? Nah, look. So... I got a grinder, and I bought a pack of my own shit, and I was grinding for a while, but that extra step started killing me. It makes a difference. But someone, so what happened was my my, my mother gave me some stuff that was already ground. Yeah. So, like, she kind of messed up the flow. She gave me, like, an easier option. She got that Puerto Rican shit, or was it? Uh, the Bustella? Yeah, oh, the Bustella. Always... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, she always gives me some Bustella. So, I was like, Let Is that me... shit good? Yeah, it's really good, actually. Okay. And it's cheap, dog. It's like, you get a I can know, it comes for, like... A, it comes in, like, a brick. The big... Oh, well, there's <laughs> yeah. a brick, and then you can yeah. get, like, the yellow can for yeah, the low. Yeah, yeah. Um, But she gave me the easier option, so I didn't have to grind anymore. Or at least, you know, that month. Mm-hmm. So I haven't been grinding my shit. I got a big ass bag of beans behind it. It does taste better. Does. I don't know if it tastes better to add another, I don't know, six or seven minutes to what I'm doing though. What what kind of grind six or seven minutes? It takes 30 seconds to grind coffee. Well, which, what kind of grinder you got? I got the one you put the thing in there, you push it down, it grinds the beans. 30 seconds to get to uh to get to the automatic drip. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, that's automatic drip. Well, for your machine, it's an automatic drip machine. Oh, oh, you got yeah. the fancy shit. What do you got? I don't know. I got some regular shit. Yeah. The KitchenAid joint. I got the Cuisinart. 
Okay, yeah, that's the same one I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's with called. The, it's called an automatic drip machine, I think. Oh, uh, with the blue it. button yeah. in the middle? Yeah, with the button, you push the yeah, joint. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, 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 yeah. The joint, everybody's got that joint. <laughs> Look, the, Cuisin, that the Cuisinart joint. joint is undefeated. Yeah, everybody got that joint. <laughs> yeah, All right, so, <laughs> yeah, okay, well, well, this is the other thing, too. I'm fucking, I'm dropping shit, and I got to clean it up. It's just yeah, like, no, I feel The coffee grounds do get all over the place, yeah. and that shit is a nightmare to clean up. Yeah, I'm like, like we got white countertops, what? and that shit will that fuck up your whole situation. Yeah, exactly. So, but it does taste a little better. Um, I want to get an espresso. Uh, so we had an espresso for a few years, and then for Christmas, I up, this year for Christmas, I upgraded Nikki to, like, the full-on real yeah, yeah, espresso machine. The, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a trip. Um, yeah. the, the espressos are dope though but if you got the space and the time and the cash i would highly recommend sure. getting the joint because it's like you never go back to the coffee shop ever sure sure yeah. sure i feel you it's amazing yeah okay let's let's jump into it nfl divisional i know a lot of people are saying this is the best four games of football they've ever seen in a weekend and i i mean i don't think there's any hyperbole in that like it was that fucking good the games were that that good. Certainly, the fourth game. Well, Sunday, was- Sunday, Sunday was Sunday was different. I mean, really, that fourth game was so good. I could see how you could come away with that conclusion because the fourth game was that good. Yeah. Um, the other three were good, right? And they were great. They all ended on the field goals and all that. Rams Bucks was good, but it shouldn't have been. You know, what I, I don't mean? even. I didn't. It was. It yeah, was. A, I mean, ahead. it was. It was a team. It, so my thing with Rams Bucks, like, yeah, it was a good game. I was excited to see that comeback, but. And I know we're going to get into it. I know everybody's sipping the Rams juice, and we're all sipping the Stafford juice, and he absolutely made a huge play and and, and came through after having <laughs> multiple chances to come through in that game, finally got another chance to come through and, and did come through. So I will definitely give him credit on that. But to say that that was like some great game, uh, I'm not going to go that far. I think that overall that game wasn't one that One game good. was trying to lose. One team was really trying to lose the other game, that lose, and the other team couldn't win. You know what I mean? So it's like, you're watching two teams just make mistake after mistake after mistake that keeps you know each other in the yeah. game for whatever reason. That I didn't game, think it was that great of a game. I didn't think it was that great of a game either. It was like I'm not gonna remember a, that in like two years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It started out as a blowout, and then Brady got a couple opportunities to score some touchdowns and bring him back a little bit, and that's what he did. But yeah, I wouldn't go off and say that was that was by far the worst game of the weekend. I think. If the Bucks win, it's a crazy game because like, oh, they came back from down twenty something, but. Yeah, it was a blowout and got close, but the team that was blowing the other team out ended up winning, so it's kind of like, okay, hey. Yeah, I mean, that's the worst game of the weekend. Yeah. There's no question for me. Um, and just uh, just for uh, just for some uh, some context and some bias control, Big Nick the Quick is not a Matthew Stafford fan. In case, <laughs> in case anybody was wondering, so that that – Go ahead. Well, I'll clear it up, too. And it's not like I'm like, yo, I hate Matthew Stafford. Like, it's not like I hate. What I don't like is that I don't like that this dude was able to rewrite his narrative and we forget, like, 14 years of non-winning football, right? Like, we talk about all the time our quarterbacks are difference makers, and if you have a quarterback, you're you're 90% there. Well, the Lions had a quarterback for 14 years, and they were not 90% of anything. Um, so I think that he comes over here to the situation that's loaded with talent, Obviously, when you put him up against Jared Goff, he's going to look a million times better. (laughs) Jared Goff is not a good quarterback. And I think he's had a good year. But I think there were moments in that game, specifically in the fourth quarter, where he could have put them away. We didn't have to have this long, drawn-out football game. 
there were a lot of moments that he could have put them away. Obviously, the snap over his head isn't his fault, right? Things yeah. like that aren't his fault. But some of those three and outs are his fault. Some of those thrown behind his receivers are his fault. Some of those not making the big plays. We just watched two quarterbacks go right after that game and make big plays when big plays weren't there, right? Squeeze it out of their back pocket, make a play, complete on a fourth down, fourth and 14, I'm throwing 50-yard touchdown bombs, things like that, right? Like, that's elite quarterbacking. So I'm just pumping the break on the breaks on the Matt Stafford is super elite and Matt Stafford's going to lead us to the I don't know if anybody's saying that. I don't know oh, if anybody's saying that. about this guy. Elite. And but I also think he's shaky. Like I still believe that in a big moment he's not the guy that I want. He's just not the guy that he was nervous during that game. He wanted no part of that fourth quarter, I guarantee you. He wanted zero part of that fourth quarter. You saw it up until said, the very end. You said he don't look like Jackpot Joe. On the no, he doesn't have that same. That's, <laughs> he doesn't inspire that same type of confidence to me. me. Again, man, like they were up huge in that game, and Tampa didn't want to win. Like Tampa fumbling the ball, making all types of crazy mistakes. They get a huge break on that pass interference or the uh, the late hit that because the ball had hit the ground, they don't get the ball back. If they get the ball, if if that penalty goes the other way and Tampa gets the ball back, it's a completely different story. That was some crazy shit. That was crazy. I'm gonna it was, it was a split second between the ball I'm, touching the ground and that happening. I'm going to tell you this. Going forward, I'm going to be looking for exactly when the ball hits the ground. Well, the fourth down makes it a difference, but I I, there, I mean, I, I can't pinpoint it, but there is no question. That's a bad rule. There's no question. I have seen plays on fourth down shit happen. And the the play is dead, and something happens after, and it it causes a first. hundred percent. There is no 100%. question about I, that. I've never seen that. I didn't know that rule. Like I didn't I didn't know that that was a thing. So like, it, it, there's no way we haven't seen it where it's gone the other yeah. way because we had no idea that that was even a thing. We were on the phone when it was happening. Neither one of us were like, oh well, the ball dropped, so it's gonna go the other way. Like that wasn't even a thought. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, but but that shit doesn't get called like that, like ever. I've never yeah. seen that before. Yeah. So yeah. So that I just feel like really there was a lot of moments for them to put it away for him specifically to put it away. And again, it sounds bad because he did eventually end up putting it away. But as we were watching that game, it's like, yo, this is shaky. This is shaky. Everything about this situation is shaky. You felt the same way. Yeah, it did. It, don't it, sit it, here and tell me like you were like, yo, it's all good. They got this. Like, yo, it's shaky. We don't know about this guy. It felt like they were about to lose the game. It felt like they were going to lose the game. Yeah. So, again, he made some great plays. The Cooper Cup touchdown was incredible. This is um, not, Hold on. Yeah, yes, no. What, really quick, and then we'll get into it when we talk about these other games. But, like, what are, what's up with these blown-ass coverages and big-ass plays happening on spots where – it should not happen like that. Yeah. Like, throughout the game, no one's ever given up fourth and 14s, third and 14s, and then all of a sudden the game's on the line and motherfuckers are wide open. Yeah. Like, game, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. But, yeah, I, I, mean, I the, agree the, with you Chiefs 100%. Bills was, was the prime example of defensive. Uh, as great as this quarterback's played, the defensive miscues in Chiefs' Bills are, are all-timers. The lapses are all, crazy. All, all, I think that uh, did you you put that up on the group chat the other day, just how they had the Bills had their safeties playing. You had these guys playing bro. deep when, when there's 13 yards. Bro. is all they needed to get. Like, yeah, the, the, whole, the, whole, the whole thing is crazy. The Bills had two safeties, two all-pros, by the way. Yeah. One on the 25 and one on the 30. Bro, if they get anywhere close to that number, 
they're kicking the field. They're not. You're not. Y'all, they don't. They don't have to score a touchdown. Yeah. It was a lot of shit going on, but yeah, that had to give y'all some context. Let y'all know. Big Nick the Quick does not love Matt Stafford, but Shaky. he showed up in big in the big yeah. moment at the end of the game. But yeah. I lean more your way, Nick. Where this next coming week, there's going to be some big spots where he's struggling, yeah. and it's going to be like mm. he's played. He's played pretty average the last eight weeks. I would oh, say. Oh, he didn't play well. He didn't. I thought he played terrible to end the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He like, played t- terrible to end the season. He had like yeah. eight picks. Yeah, I mean. So again, yeah, it, he still uh, had forty the, tutties. Though. I got the biggest thing that hey. again that I'll pull. Up, he did, yeah. He still had forty tutties. Look though. at his fucking <laughs> offense. He still um, had forty. He's tutties. good. He's talented. I'm just saying, man. Look, go back and watch that fourth quarter. Go back and watch the moments when he could have put that game away, and how long it did it took them to actually put that game away. They should have put that game away beginning of the fourth quarter, over with. As they're making that comeback, come down the field and score a touchdown. They didn't score. When did they score? They scored at the beginning of the third quarter, and then didn't score again until that Cooper Cut touchdown, right? Until the until the field goal, yeah, yeah. Or the, 20, Cooper Cut, was, yeah the field goal, yeah. It was twenty seven three, and they didn't score until the field to, to win thirty uh, to win thirty twenty four or thirty twenty seven. I rest me. I rest my case. You should have beat yeah. these boys forty five to three. Yeah, they were on their ass early too. Should have beat them forty five to three. You could not score in the second half. Yeah, we were talking about it too. <laughs> the only way Brady looks not like Superman is when you get pressure. And if you can get pressure up the middle and get some pressure off the edge like the Rams were doing, they look spooky. That was the that's, key to the game. That's, that's the case with any quarterback apparently not named Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow doesn't – doesn't pressure doesn't matter. You can sack him 15 times. He's still making plays. Okay. Every, and every, no one can deal with it, right? I mean, that's why – yeah, we'll, we'll, and we'll get into that when we talk no, about no. Cincinnati. But, yeah. Let's, let's, move, let's move over to Cincinnati right now. We'll, we'll go to we'll, – we just touched Bucks rams well, real t- before we come off Bucks Rams, I don't believe any of this Tom Brady retire shit. I don't know. I, I don't if unless unless that's coming from like an inside inside source. I don't see that boy retiring, even thinking about it. The only thing that I saw that kind of made me think like, okay, is that quote that he had where he was talking about like essentially like, yo, I've been gone for twenty two years. You know, what I mean, Giselle might want me at the crib. Yeah. The kids, the kids might need to get to know me because at some point, and like, if you're a Giselle, you're like, "Hey, bro, like, what, what exactly are you chasing?" You know what I mean? Like, I get you love playing ball and all that, but like, there is nothing left to accomplish. And like, and like, no, come but home, that's, come but home, that's, come home, Tom. <laughs> that's not the mentality, though. What no, you I mean? get it, I get it, but he also the has number other, eight, but he also has other obligations outside of football. That's all I'm saying. Unless his wife is at his head, like, hey, bro, like, it's time to like, I've she's been at his head though. She's been at his head for years. You think so? You Yo, think she's been telling him to retire? Hey, hey, if it wasn't for him staying, like, standing pat, he would have two less Super Bowls. He'd have left years ago. He'd have hit six, you think, So you think, she's been, you think she's been telling him, like, hey, hang Fuck up? yeah. Hell yeah. Come she's home? Tell, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Like, she's been, the, it's, it's like known. She's like, yo, look. Come on back, like yeah. What are you doing? We literally have a billion dollars. Yeah, we got. (laughs) (laughs) I got seven hundred million. You got three hundred million. Like (laughs) exactly. Like yeah. yeah, She's. I think she's been. She's been on that. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, but you know, eventually that pressure. It's like, hey, it's another off season of him having to hit. Listen to that. He might just. I don't know. Who knows? He's he's so different. It it doesn't it doesn't matter. Um. Yeah, I mean. But can we stop talking about like? I've said this before on the podcast, and like this, this is for Tom Brady, and this is for LeBron James. Like people just need to stop. 
Why? What are we talking about? What are we arguing about? What are we debating? What more do these guys need to do? I get people aren't happy with the way the LeBron's people aren't going talk. with the Who's talking about that? Oh, uh, people Anybody still talk. Yeah, people, people still talk. Maybe not as much about Brady. You know they do about LeBron, but it's just like, yo, these guys are like at a different level. LeBron's leading the league in scoring, and he's 37 years old. Like, I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> Tom Brady just led the NFL in passing yards, and he's 42. Yeah. If you still have something to pick apart about these guys' careers, you should fucking go do something else with your life. Yeah, man. I um, I I was told. Shout out my guy Marv. He told me AB was on the I Am Athlete podcast yesterday and said he was sounding very logical and clear headed. He said he had Brandon Marshall pressed. Oh, I saw that when he was talking about he wanted to play with Lamar Jackson. Well, I saw that clip, but yeah. I, I apparently the whole the whole interview. He's making some valid points and got Marsh kind of stooped a little bit, stumped a little bit, excuse me. So Super, super Gremlin? Super Gremlin. <laughs> Yo, did you see the, did you see the Instagram? So I, I screenshotted this. I got to send it to you because I don't know if he deleted it, but he had posted an Instagram post of him, of him on the field. And he goes, the caption was, yeah, I walked off the field. I knew the game was still going on, but I'm a super gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> super gremlin. Yo, you saw uh, you saw Shannon Sharp has been using that too. No, he's been saying Shannon, super gremlin. Shannon Sharp has been uh, hashtagging super <laughs> gremlin. Super gremlin. Because you know he's been clowning. Uh, he's been clowning uh, Skip because you know Skip squads are the Cowboys. Cowboys. And then Brady's his guy too. Yeah. So Shannon been having a field that he been even hashtag all his shit super gremlin. super gremlin. <laughs> AB. Oh AB. man. Call God. So oh. all right. <laughs> let's move over. Let's move over to uh Jackpot Joe and the Titans. This is another game I lost some money on because I don't know. I would I don't understand. I me neither, bro. To be honest with you, like <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't I, understand. I well listen. I knew the Titans were going to get pressure. I broke it down that way. I did my research and came up with, like, I, I thought that the Titans should have won the game. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. They should have won the game. But, but what I, does it all I, boil down to? I still have no business betting on uh, Ryan Tannehill to do anything ever. So let me like, ask you this before, real quick. Because, like, my gambling is, and I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm great, but I do have, like, you know I have my firm rules. And, yeah. like, my firm rules are, like, guys you don't bet on. And I it always boils down to quarterbacks for me. Like, always boils down to quarterbacks. So, I could love the Tennessee Titans in a matchup, but I can't go to the window and put money on Ryan Tannehill. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he's just it's just one of those guys where it's like, yeah, he, he is way too shaky to ever put any of my money on on anything involving him. Like, he's a, he's a hard no. Yeah, I mean – I like the map. I mean, bro, they it's, they it's Burrow, Burrow versus Tannehill at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, but the matchup favored the Titans. I mean, if mm -hmm. you I, if you go back and look at it all, across the board, they were rested. They were going to pressure, and I didn't think Burrow was going to come out and spray it the way he did, and he didn't earlier. I thought Henry would be Henry wasn't as effective as I thought he was going to be. Not at all. I will say that. Well, he's um, been out. and that's. And that's also kind of my fault. Like, yeah, I hasn't kinda, played in nine weeks. Right. I fell into this. He's just going to be back to being that man. And he's got screws and plates in his foot and all types of shit. So I kind of fell into that narrative a little bit. But either way, they're a better team. They were at home. And I had them on the money line. I had a nice little same game parlay, actually. I basically got down 
the Titans to minus one twenty five, and I had, I had this is this is the same game parlay. I had the Bengals to score thirteen. It was over twelve and a half and Titans money line. I knew Burrow was going to score thirteen points, so I took that and then I, I basically brought Titans down to minus one twenty five. So I really liked the play. I still like the play, even though it was an L. But Tannehill came out the first fucking play and threw a pick, so he kind of set the tone. Off jump, but we kind of went through it. I kind of just went through where my head was at just now, but Henry wasn't as impactful as I thought he would be, and Tannehill crumbled in every spot that he could have. Yo, you know how hard it is to throw three picks when you throw the ball 24 times? Yeah, it's, it's not pretty, like you threw the ball you 40 weren't, you, weren't, you weren't spraying it like yeah, that. You, it's not like you threw the ball 45 times. Like yeah. Burl, Burl threw the ball 37 times. My man had 15 completions and had three picks. It's just bad, bad quarterbacking. And I'm going to tell you this about Joe Burrow, man. I We have said this over and over on this podcast. I told you that man was the real fucking deal when I saw him in Chicago throw three interceptions in a row on three consecutive passes, and he did not bl- – he didn't bat an eye, bro. Yeah, he yeah. didn't flinch, didn't blink, walked off every time. Lightly took off his chin strap, walked to the side, and waited to get the ball back. That was it. He did it three times in a row, and then he almost brought us back to win. Or us. He almost brought the Bengals back to win the game. (laughs) He almost brought the Bengals back to win the game single-handedly after that. So I knew he was the real deal by watching him in college and all that. Once I saw it like in, in that type of different situation, I'm like, yo, this dude's unflappable. And he showed you this weekend again. He got sacked nine times. Nine times. Like, nine times. When have you ever seen a quarterback win a game getting sacked? You know how hard it is. You played the position. You know how hard it is to win a game. So that's nine times they got you. If they sacked you nine times, they were back there about 40 times. You know what I'm saying? Like, exaggerating a little bit, but you get my drift. They were back there all day. If you watch the game, they were back there all day long. That Bengals line is atrocious. And they've been atrocious for two years now. Um, and, yeah, that that speaks to Joe Burrow because I, I don't know of any other quarterback that could play behind that line last Saturday. Like, they were that bad. The, the Titans, ba- Titans were back there all day. The defensive line was setting up shop in front of Joe Burrow. They were just sending four getting through every single time. Yeah. There was no blocking going on at all. He had no time to throw the ball. They were constantly in his face. And to your point, just like in that Bears game where he threw the three picks, came back off and shook it off like it was nothing. He got sacked nine times, shook it off, and came back and won the game. No, it, it, a- it's it's truly incredible, man. Like you talk about a guy overcoming what's in front of him like that. That's that's it. That's what you want from your quarterback. I'm gonna tell you this, man. He got sacked nine times. Got up every single time, didn't say a fucking word, either jog to the sideline or 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 re-upped in the huddle. If you were watching the Bucks Rams, like I know if you're listening, were even Brady got sacked a couple times at one point, and he he banged his head on the ground and looked up in the sky, like fuck gee, they're the all over. What on? the fuck yeah. is going on? They're all over me. Like, go back and look at Brady getting sacked. He le- he looks up, leans his head back, looks up into the sky, and then gets up. Yeah, Burrow didn't do did, didn't even do that. Yeah, 
He stands up, doesn't smirk, doesn't do anything, hands the ball to who he needs to hand it to, and he gets up. The kid is unflappable, bro. And I, under, I, I, it's crazy. And he goes 28 for 37 under that kind of pressure too, right? Totally throw nine incompletions when they're in your ass all day long. He had the pick, but to throw only nine incompletions when they're in their ass all day long, um, I mean, that just speaks to him, right? I mean, they only had 65 yards on the ground, so it was clearly all up to Joe Burrow. And, man, yeah, because as I'm watching that game, I'm like, they can't win because he has no time. Like, he can't do anything. Like, they're, they're just back there. Eventually, it's going to get to him. Eventually, it's going to get to him. Eventually, he's going to make that mistake, and he just didn't do it. He threw a pick, um, but still. And it's it's crazy because this was obviously an issue last year. Remember, he got hurt, and, and it was known. Like, the number one thing the Bengals had to address going into the offseason was the offensive line. Yeah. And I'll say it. When they drafted Jamar Chase, I hated that pick. Not because it was anything against Jamar Chase, because it was just, you know how, you know me. I build from the, build from the trenches. Out. Inside, Inside out. out. If yeah. you have a young quarterback, the same thing the Bears should be doing. I don't care about skill position players until you can protect the quarterback. Yeah. Right? Because you can't get the ball to those guys if the quarterback is on his ass all the time, right? Unless you're Joe Burrow, apparently. So when they made that pick, I was like, why are you taking chase, right? Like, to me, a wide receiver is like the cherry on the top. You got to have everything else. Look, that's the you last thing you pick it's it the up. the last thing. You, it, sound, it looks great, well, right? Maybe not the last. Running not the last, last thing, last, but there's but other yeah. things that there's other things that you want to get. I'd probably get a running back before I'm going after a wide receiver. Hell no. They're cheap and they're easy. You spend capital to get a wide, running. You can go get a running back from wherever, whatever. You know right. what I'm saying, right? Right. But, not when your offensive line looks like that. I don't think you go out drafting wide receivers. To their credit, Chase was an absolute fucking monster. Obviously, him and Burrow already had that credit, and Burrow was able to overcome that offensive line stuff. Now, that doesn't mean that you go into this offseason saying, oh, we'll just not address it. If right. I'm the Cincinnati Bengals, I'm calling every single offensive lineman I possibly can because how much better will he be with protection, right? That's the thing, bro. Like, yeah. he's how much be, better will he be with protection? If he looks like this with motherfuckers in his face Because that's the, the worst line in the NFL. I think he got sacked more than any quarterback uh, in the NFL. Tannehill's one and uh, Burrow's too but yeah. but something tells me i don't I've, i haven't broke down the film on the titans something tells me a lot of quarterback play have probably has to do with him taking more sacks than absolutely not. and, absolutely. and, ten, and, and like and tennessee's line is better than the Bengals line for sure so protect your quarterback but i mean again he was able to overcome that um he's incredible man i've been telling you all year yes elite the ball placement is is beyond elite receivers yeah. don't adjust he knows where he's going with it he's extremely accurate um but he, he's just a fucking winner I don't know. I don't know what else to say, man. Like That's this guy, it. this guy is this guy is special, because this team, from a talent standpoint, is the most is probably the least talented squad in the playoffs, right? If you look oh, at this from man. top to Offensive, bottom, offensively though, they, they got, got a, they got a lot of talent on. But I'm just I'm just saying, like overall, overall this yeah. was like a two win ball club last year. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, young like, head coach. Yeah, young head coach, just not supposed to be here. Um, obviously, very 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 tough matchup going into Arrowhead next week um against that guy but i don't feel i don't feel like this is how good bro is i don't feel the nerves that i would of a second year quarterback going into arrowhead for a playoff game if that makes sense right like normally like this is like a as we talk about like gambling spots it's like i don't care who your second year quarterback right. is i'm not taking them in arrowhead this one i gotta see i don't know <laughs> i don't know i don't necessarily feel that way because burrow's yeah. that good i don't yeah. think he's gonna shit the bed I don't know if the noise is going to get to him again. We just watched this guy run for his life all day on Saturday and still come back and win the game. 
I'm gonna tell you this: they, <laughs> he, they, that can't happen in Kansas City because they're not because they're gonna put up Kansas City's gonna. So they're put gonna up put points. up the points. Yeah, you're not. That, that, that is the difference. You don't have Ryan Tannehill I mean, on the other side. What was the final last? What was it? 17, 14, Nin, or 19, 19, 19, 16. 16? Yeah, need to like, score more than nine. The boys might put up nineteen in the first quarter. Like nineteen in the first half. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but um, yeah, man, Joe Burrow is very. Like you said, get this man a line, and I don't even know. Like he's gonna look like Tom Brady. Yeah, he's gonna be standing back there just picking people apart. That's what it. I don't see why it wouldn't be that way. And another thing that game showed me is, is Mike Vrabel might be the best coach in the NFL if he can get Ryan Tannehill consistently this far every year. No, I'm gonna tell you this. Didn't Vrabel's also the guy that went and got Tannehill? True. So go yeah, but who that over Mariota? Yeah, yeah, but go get somebody else, man. They gave they gave Tannehill a bunch of bread too. That guy. Well, that first year sucked. he was good though. He I mean, not sucked. good. No, he no, you know what I mean by good? He was he was a hey, we, we we he 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 was a steady hand. That's what he does. It was a steady yeah, hand. Yeah, but but then when you need him to make shit. plays, when you but look when you need him to make plays like you did on Saturday, he can't do it. Can't That's do it. your limitations with a guy like Tannehill. It'll always be limitation unless your defense unless your defense is absurd. The defense played really well. Derrick Henry was averaging three yards a carry. He was getting stuffed essentially. Yeah, he and he, and they couldn't. They had to drop back and throw it a little more than they wanted to. And Tannehill made maybe one throw to AJ yeah, Brown. Yeah, he's just not that guy. So that's it. That's all. Um, uh, all right, Brown had a pretty big game. He had five for one forty-two. Yeah, no, I mean, no. But question. he had he had all he had all of their yards. <laughs> one, yeah, and then one. I think the long was like forty five or fifty for the forty yarder. Yeah, yeah forty yarder. So yeah, I mean, AJ Brown a goon too. He also so, missed. He also missed. He also missed uh, AJ Brown on a clear tutty. Clear tutty. Clear tutty. Every other quarterback in the playoffs makes that throw. Clear touchdown. Yeah, clear touchdown. So, oh my god. Yeah, that's that. All right, let's move over to Green Bay before we get to Arrowhead. Green Bay Packers. It's all over for Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I told y'all that before the, but when at the start of the year, I told y'all that. I think it's over for Aaron Rodgers. Is the real question? Though. Hell no. You think he's gonna come back? What? I. Uh, what are y'all? T- Gee, what? No, are I'm y'all just asking. On? Hey, look. What are I, y'all talking about? I was fully on the he's not leaving train because I thought that this team was going to the Super Bowl. He was leaving anyway. But I didn't think he was. If they, I didn't think he was going to leave if they would have had some playoff success. But now it creates a very awkward situation. It's not an awkward situation. He's done over there. He's leaving. It's over. He talked. He told you in the press conference. He said, "Yo, man, it's a lot of people under not 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 going to be under contract." Devontae Adams. I don't know. They'll probably tag him. He named like four, five, six people. He's like, "Yeah, I'm cool." Y'all go ahead and figure this shit out. I'm done with I'm done with dealing with the management up here. I don't like owner owner not ownership because that's no the ownership. Fans, it's the fucking but the, the the front office I don't like. I'm not rocking with them. I don't think y'all supported me throughout the year like you guys could have, or throughout my career. If we're being honest, I'm out of here. He's gonna go to Denver, bro. He's gonna go hang out with that tough ass D, and that's it. Mile is, high. Is, is Denver the? Let me ask you this. Okay, so if you were, if you're, if let's say Aaron Rodgers could go anywhere in the league where there's not a firm quarterback situation, sure. Is Denver your top choice? Um, is Miami not a better spot if you're Aaron Rodgers? You don't want to go kick it in South Beach? Probably not. Okay. Um, I don't think. So do my, you want to go? So do you want to go play in a division with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert? Yeah, he's better than those guys. Do you want to go play in a conference with Josh Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes? 
He's not going to the NFC East. The AFC, AFC East. The AFC in general. Oh, oh, you're saying the whole conference. I got yeah, you. Yeah, because this Mahomes yeah, Allen hey, thing isn't, isn't going anywhere anytime soon. You think, hold on, man. Let me get this straight. You telling me Aaron Rodgers is going is running from Justin Herbert and all these other I'm not saying he's running, but he wants to win. The NFC is the place to do that, it. That stay, man, stay, stay in the NFC. Don't go over to the AFC. Those two guys are going to be playing the AFC Championship game for the next 15 years. The best, the best situation for That's Aaron Brady Rodgers. Manning. The best situation for Aaron Rodgers would be San Francisco. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Probably they drafted, they drafted a running back to play quarterback. So that that's not going to happen. Hey, if anybody will do it, Kyle Shanahan will do it. They don't give a fuck. He don't give a fuck. He'll send that. It'll be Trey Lance and we Jordan Love in Green Bay. The flat, the flat build, <laughs> the, the yeah. flat build assassin. It'll be it'll be light skin quarterbacks, <laughs> light skin, light skin all, quarterbacks over, all day. Lambo all yeah, over the place, light right? Skin quarterbacks. <laughs> so I would I would rank it this way, honestly. If we're gonna say unstable. Would yeah. you consider the Niners situation unstable at quarterback? It's, it's certainly not firm. It's certainly not firm. <laughs> I mean, when you, when, you dra- when, you dra- when you draft a quarterback fourth overall and you already have a quarterback, yeah, it's, it's not firm. Certainly not firm. Yeah. Okay. So then I would say the Niners would be the best situation of, of, a, of a situation where they don't have a firm quarterback. And you're going to play for Shanahan, and Shanahan and LaFleur yes. is the same type situation. They're boys. That's his guy. They Shanahan and LaFleur, they all have that same look. It's the Shanahan, LaFleur, Zach Taylor, uh, Buddy out Zach in San Diego Chargers. Day, who's doing the them. Chargers, uh, yeah. Brandon Staley. Like, it's, Staley, just that, it's, that, it's that 40-year-old white dude. Yeah. yeah. Shanahan's like the godfather of it. Yeah. It's the flat-billed assassin, but the rest of them kind of fall in line. Yeah. I um, it's like I a whole say, crew. It's like a Vegas crew. Let me say, I'll, <laughs> I, yeah, I'll say, <laughs> I'll say this. Give me the Niners at one. Okay. If he goes to the Niners, they're instantly the best team in the NFC. Okay. I don't, there's no argument for me. Um, Niners. You know who I'm going to put at two? Cleveland. I was going to say I, that Cleveland was actually on my list. What about Cleveland? If I, I would, if he goes to Cleveland, they are spooky. They have a ton of talent on D. They have the best run game in the league when healthy. Maybe not. Maybe after Baltimore. What about but, New Orleans? Um, New Orleans could be a good spot. Shim and Sean Payton. Um, but I'm not going to disrespect my guy Jameis like that. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just looking to see if there's any better situations. Yeah, I mean, Indy. Indianapolis would be, wouldn't be bad. Yo, honestly, bro, I think the Packers are going to be garbage next year. He leaves, they're going to be shit. Oh, yeah, if he leaves, they're shit. There's nothing gonna, on that team. They're, they're going to be shit. No, well, first yeah. of all, because the morale is going to be crazy low. Everyone, the, yeah, the, oh, the, my the, God, the, they're going to win the, five the, games. The talent is going to be crazy low. Yeah, There's not going to be anybody uh, there that can play football. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be – we saw Jordan Love. Jordan Love is <laughs> – feel bad for Jordan Love. <laughs> Yeah, he got some big shoes to fill he's, coming in. He's just in a lose, lose, lose situation. He can't do anything right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's probably not a better situation. You're right. As I I'm look trying around to the think league of the, a third. The, Raider, the Raiders. But here's my thing. Uh, the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders, the Raiders won 10 fucking ball games this year. The wide receiver killed somebody. Not, Their other wide not. receiver pulled a gun on somebody. <laughs> Their coach fucking said the N-word. Like, what do we got going on? Shout not out Derek they're, Carr, man. Yeah, they're not, the, they're not <laughs> like top three, though. They're yeah. not – I think Denver's before them. Denver's got a lot of young talent on wideouts, too. They got a beast on a running back. I can't remember this dude's name. This you, have a, you have a home field advantage. Home field advantage. I think uh, – I don't know. How, how important is that Elway connection, you think? 
I just don't know if I want to go play in the division with Pat Mahomes and Justin Herbert, but I mean, yeah. okay. And you, like, oh, you think Rodgers running? Rodgers has played his entire life in divisions with no quarterbacks. Like, let's keep it real. Stafford and Kirk Cousins, like, come on. That is actually interesting. He's like, been chilling in the NFC. They, that's the thing with the Pat. That is so. Listen, man, don't we can do a whole episode on this. That's why the Aaron Rodgers thing is. When we look back, it's going to be, in my opinion, that was the right way to frame this. For lack of better term, a wasted career in terms of winning because they had a t- their ticket was punched to the playoffs every single year. Every single year they had a ticket to the playoffs. Every single year their ticket was punched to the playoffs. It's not like we had some grinding out regular season in which we had to fight and claw our way in. You played a division with no quarterback and you were clearly the best team in your division and have been bar none for 15 40, straight years. Longer than that. We can go yeah. back to Brett Favre and them. Like, there's yeah, 30, never been quarterbacks in this in division ever. Yeah. There's been sprinkle of quarterback play. You've had some Cole Pepper years. You've Randall had some Cunningham. Stafford years. Randall Cunningham. Shout out Warren Moon, the God. Shout out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, the Vikings have had a lot of black quarterbacks that have had success. They need to go back to the brothers. They've had uh, shout out shout to Mars. Shout out to Jack. T Jack the Assassin. Shout out to Jack. You remember that two year stretch of Cole Pepper, like unstoppable? Like when Dante Ugh. Culpepper was a fucking problem. <laughs> yeah, the, Dante was a beast, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, Dante was a Dante problem. Was a beast, the, the Randy ratio. Um, yeah, all that shit. So, I mean, yeah, but they've had – he's had a path to winning the division every single year, a clear path. And they've won one Super Bowl. And he's only been to one Super Bowl. And if you really want to – if you really want to go deep, this is a franchise that has had – We've been searching for a quarterback for, what, 100 years? This is a franchise that has had 35 years of elite Hall of Fame-level quarterbacking and has been to three Super Bowls and won two in that 30 years. Yeah. So. It's tough. I don't, I, you know, so it's just kind of like, hey, maybe the problem's up there. I don't know. But I know that I can count. Four hey, different Bears teams. If listen. I would have had a halfway decent quarterback, we would have got a ring, including two years ago. Yeah. Three years ago. So Yeah, it's true. I, I will say this, man. I don't think they gave – That's why I think I, it's I a think, waste. I think Rodgers was carrying and masking a lot of the problems that were happening over there. Those teams – no. See, I thought that listen too. To me, but those bro. teams were loaded. No. Don't forget about the, the – the, the, the who was the white boy and Randall Cobb that they had when those two were both fucking yeah, monsters. Nelson. Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb. Did you Finley, ever hear? Did you they ever hit the monsters? Did you ever hear Jordy Nelson's name again after he left Aaron Rodgers? He got hurt. Did you ever hear from him again? He got hurt. Did you and hey, then went to did, went to the? Have you heard? Have you heard from him before Bro, that? Listen, I don't give a fuck. Listen, listen. There was talent on that squad. Who was hey, the listen, running back? Back. Stop listen, it. we're not going to sit here like Aaron Rodgers was playing with the receivers saw, that Brady was playing no, with. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, there's a lot of defensive shit that he they, that they didn't have and. That that streak of them never drafting a, a an offensive player. skill position player for literally I don't know thirteen years in a row is truly an amazing stat. Just every year they're they're drafting corners and fucking safeties, all types of shit, and they never get him any type of help. So I mean, I'm I'm looking at these Jordy Nelson numbers. The guy was putting up video game numbers for five seasons. Yeah, with yeah, because of Aaron Rodgers. Okay, but it would, but it still, he was talented enough to put up those numbers. Randall Cobb, 
Randall Cobb had a great year that one year. He had a great career because of 12. Hey, okay. But I'm just sitting here. We're acting like those teams weren't loaded. Then on defense, that was the Clay Matthews and the other white boy. Listen, I'm not all AJ Hawk. That. You should. <laughs> Julius Peppers. <laughs> Clay Matthews they and AJ Hawk. The fucking Charles Woodson. I mean, that's the year they won the Super Bowl, but Charles Woodson won Defensive Player of the Year over there. Did they won Super Bowl? They had some squads. We can't sit up here and act like no, these no, no, years, not- these last few years. He has 100% put the team on his back and carried him because these rosters have been lean. Well, we can't sit there and act like for 15 years they've never given him a roster. No, 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 no. I'm not, I don't want to that, hear that. That's not I don't want to hear that. No one's saying that. No one's saying that. He Should he have won maybe another Super Bowl? Sure. Yes. But I don't think – I'm not – hey, I'm not putting no blame on Aaron Rodgers for shit. How about that? The boy don't That's, turn it over. The boy don't turn it over ever. He throws 30, but, 40 hey, touchdowns a year. This, I ain't putting no blame this, on Aaron this Rodgers. Conversation is why, this is why conversation why is for me the conversation starts and ends with Tom Brady. Because all these guys deal with all this shit and somehow this motherfucker keeps winning Super Bowls. That's true. Keeps winning Super Bowls. I'm going to go to a new team at 41. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to win a fucking Super Bowl because that's all I do. And it's, this isn't anti-Aaron Rodgers, but I'm just telling you, when people want to say Brady this, Brady that, like th- th- this is th- the conversation should end at Brady. That's well, look, it. Hey, look, Aaron Rodgers is going to get an opportunity to hand select whatever team he wants, just like Tom did, because Tom hand selected the Tampa the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, after fucking, I'm sorry, after winning seven Super Bowls. Well, listen, else. I, I, I'm not, I'm not denying <laughs> none of that. But Aaron, else. but Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers is going to get an opportunity to hand select the team he wants to go to. So it seems, and he'll have that opportunity to go get another W. That, and we'll see. If he gets two more like like Peyton did, he'll have three Super Bowls and nothing. This conversation is is null and void. Should he have won more in Green Bay? Sure. Is he still that man? Yes. So that's should it. He, should he have made a play on Saturday? Man, he's had a lot of trouble. Let's talk about the game real quick. He's had a lot of trouble. <laughs> he's had a lot of trouble with the Niners, bro. I want a lot of money on him having trouble with the Niners. You you remember the ticket a couple of years ago? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, look. They give him lots of trouble. He's 0-4 against them in the playoffs. Put up 10 points and Lambeau. They, I mean, they they just have trouble with them. A lot of pressure, a lot of shit in his face. I think that I think this, you know what's you know what a big thing is? I think that is people aren't talking about. And I I watched the game front to back. Green Bay didn't they didn't make any plays and they only scored 10 points. Yes. But I also think they were playing very conservative because they knew they had the Niners offense on clamps. The Niners offense couldn't do anything. They weren't they weren't really worried about them pushing the ball upfield and going down and scoring a touchdown. So they were very conservative with the rock. Is that a mistake on their part? Maybe sure. But yeah, I it's think, not like your quarterback has turnover issues. I mean, right, 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 right. But do you get what I'm saying? I think they were playing a little safer because they figured that. Jimmy Garoppolo's not going to be able to go down and do shit. He hasn't been doing shit all game. They have, they've done zero on offense the entire game. And then we give up a block, uh, a block punt for a touchdown, a block field goal before half, and then Jimmy G makes two or three throws the entire game, and then they lose at the buzzer. So they probably could have been a little more aggressive, but – they, no, I, not, I shouldn't say they could have been a little more aggressive. They should have been a little more aggressive, but I think that's where 
man. A little bit of a get lost in translation. Sean won't put anything on Aaron Rodgers ever, no. huh? <laughs> if he's great, he's the greatest. If they fucking lose uh, after putting up 10 points at home against literally, we'll talk about shaky quarterbacks. My goodness. Shakiest, shakiest quarterback available in the playoffs right now is Jimmy Garoppolo, and they couldn't beat him at home in Lambeau Field in nine-degree weather. I don't want to hear it. That's on Aaron Rodgers. You're the best quarterback ever, we say. Right? You're super elite, we say. And I believe all that. I'm not disputing any of that. But he didn't make plays on Saturday night, period, they, point blank. They scored he 10 points. He didn't make, they put up 10 points at home against a team that was zero threat on offense. So, if anything, you could actually – why are you conservative against a team that is no threat on offense? You're not worried about them getting the ball back and scoring on you if you make a mistake, right? Couple that with the fact that you have 12. I'm never being conservative with Aaron Rodgers, and I'm certainly never being conservative with Aaron Rodgers when I'm not worried about Jimmy Garoppolo on the other side. Jimmy Garoppolo stinks. <laughs> Love that he's from the area. Love the passion he plays with, right? Think he's going to continue to make a ton of money in his career. I love the guy. But he's not good, right? He's he's. I, when we if we were gonna record last week, I had a whole thing on Garoppolo where it's like, yo, that guy is really shaky. Like yeah. he's he's a fucking roller coaster of shakiness. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, somehow he wins, right? He got the win there, made the plays like you said in the fourth quarter that he needed to make. But Aaron Rodgers was nowhere to be found. He was he didn't throw a touchdown in a playoff game at home at Lambeau Field. Did not make the plays that were necessary. Did not win the game for his team. What are we talking about here? When's the last time he hasn't thrown a touchdown? They were conservative. They were this. They were that. No, no, no. You go out there and you win the fucking game. I don't. There's no excuse for putting up ten points. Yeah, there isn't. There's no excuse for putting up ten points. That's some Chicago no Bears shit. Yeah, there's exactly. That was a Matt Nagy esque. There's, no <laughs> there's no excuse. No excuse for no touchdowns from Rodgers. Did they score? Wait, they scored their touchdown on the opening drive, right? Um, yes. I believe yes, so. Yes, they scored their touchdown on the opening drive. You didn't score again till the fourth quarter. They scored seven in the first and three in the fourth. That's I don't want to hear it. Time. Don't tell me conservative. Don't tell me this. Don't tell me that. That's a fucking flop. That's a failure. He can get out there in his fucking little beanie and drop philosophical quotes all he wants to. But <laughs> look, man, get up on there and take it on the chest and say you didn't play well. You've been blaming everybody else all year long. You've been pointing fingers. You've been talking about Joe Rogan told you about this, and I don't want to get vaccinated, and I'm immunized, and all this shit. All right? You hear they call him Q Aaron? <laughs> did you see that? <laughs> no, I didn't see I was, that. <laughs> <laughs> they said Q Aaron. That shit was, that was weak. Yeah. Um, all that type shit, right? Hey, own it. You've wanted to talk all week, all year. You've gone on McAfee, and you've talked all this. It's beautiful yeah. history, and. <laughs> like all this weird whimsical shit. Hey, we want to hear from you, dog. What happened on on Saturday? Where you at? Because that wasn't the organization, right? That wasn't Jordan Love. That was you. You had a clear opportunity against a team that couldn't score against the shakiest quarterback. That was a gift. I don't care about his problems against San Francisco. You put up ten fucking points. This wasn't a shootout. You didn't lose that Bills Chiefs game. Come on, man. You put up 17 points. You're playing this week against the Rams. Easy. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear it. You talk, you love him. So That's fucking my... give him his proper, give him his flowers today. 
Yeah, I mean, that's my guy. Don't don't come in here and talk about the game plan. I'm not gonna let you do that. No, 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 no. But he, I'm telling he you, to make a play. T- no, no, he, he needed to make a play. But I think they kind of felt they got lulled to sleep a little bit. On listen, they got lulled to just, sleep watching Jimmy Garoppolo. Let's just not make a mistake here, and we'll get out of here ten three type shit. And it and it came back to bite him in the ass. All right, we'll leave it there. Let's let's hop over to the main event. I don't even know how we got this far. We should have probably led with them, but I'll, I'll time stamp it for the people. Bills Chiefs, man. I don't know if I've ever been that heartbroken in a game that what that didn't include the Chicago Bears. You want to talk about an emotional roller coaster? I have a Bills money line ticket in my pocket for a for quite a sum of dollars. And they go down and score a touchdown. Oh, first of all, I faded fourth and 14. Yeah. They get six. I fade fourth and four where Josh Allen looks like Lamar Jackson. Like, no one can touch him. No one can bring him down. He shakes two, three people, gets to the sideline, picks up a first down. Then throws another touchdown with 13 seconds left. This game is locked. If there's ever been a lock, this is the fuck. The game is over. Until it wasn't. Talk to me about the game, how you felt about it, how you felt going in. I think one of the biggest plays of the game was in the first quarter when my man got caught tugging the back of uh, – it was third down. He got caught tugging the back of Tyreek Cheetah's jersey. Oh, the holding. The hold. Yeah. Got him a fresh four, and then they tied it up 7-7. I thought that was a massive play early in the game where he didn't need to do it, and he barely – I mean, it's a hold because he, he pulled on his jersey, but he didn't need to do that. But how did you feel going into the game? How did you feel watching it? And uh, we'll we'll get rolling. Yeah, I mean, going in, um, you know, you always like this game was obviously hyped going in, right? Like it, this was the matchup that everybody wanted to see. And I think sometimes those games end up being a letdown. Um, I didn't think that that was going to be the case with this one, and clearly it wasn't. Yeah. Man, like that game was it was fireworks. It was crazy. It was it was the peak of elite quarterback play in the fourth quarter, right? Like if you just want to see two guys who are so talented, so good, so at the top of their level. If you want to see what quarterbacks can do, if you want to see why teams spend their entire lives searching for a quarterback, you know, if you want to see why once you have one, you always feel like you can win, that game was it, man. You watch two guys. Let's talk about Josh Allen first because obviously the Chiefs won and they're comeback and we're going we're gonna to talk about them. Yo, Josh Allen is different. Like very, 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 very different. I've never and, been so wrong about a player in my entire life. Well, I've also never seen a guy improve and like the steps as quickly as he has, right? Like you look at year one to year two, and then last year was obviously like his real big breakout. He got better, right? They needed someone to run the ball. That's Josh Allen, right? On those on those little third downs. And we were even talking about it when we were on the phone. Like, why why are they doing anything? on third and eight, third and nine, that's not Josh Allen taking the ball because he was clearly unstoppable. Clearly unstoppable, right? Um, Even when he got the ball back to get that go-ahead score with 13 seconds, just the, the, you talk about Joe Burrow being poised, like Josh Allen looked unflappable. Like he was ready for that moment, right? Um, So like, I, I gotta give him a shit ton of credit, man. Like that's a tough game to lose. Like you really don't want, you don't deserve to lose a game like that. You know what I mean? Um, but then on the other side is that man. He reminded us. He was kind of quiet this year. 
People were talking shit about the Chiefs. They started off kind of rough. Mahomes didn't look like that dude for a while. He reminded everybody on Sunday night. I mean, he he is special. And they're out there playing like schoolyard football, like the whole Kelsey thing, like I'm not going to run this route. And Mahomes like, okay, do it, do it, do it. Like just get open. And just having that level of of chemistry with your with your tight end that you know, you don't even know the route that he's going to run, but you know where he's going to be. You know that he's running to space and you complete that pass. And we can talk about Buffalo's D. We can talk about Buffalo not squib kicking it. You can talk about all that stuff. But to me, it was just like elite quarterback play. It was like you almost heard like the heavens open up and just watch these two guys play football. Like that's really what I felt watching that game. I've, I've just never seen. It's the best quarterback play I've every ever seen. Every possession was a score at the end of it. It was like every every time they needed to score, the only reason that Buffalo didn't score again at the end is because they didn't get the ball back, right? Yeah. It was like at the end was it 25 points in the last two minutes of the game, and then you have overtime. It was like these guys were like, okay, I get the ball back. I got no time. Boom, I'm going to come out and score. I got the ball back. I have no time. I'm going to come ahead and score. I'm going to go to my big money receiver. I'm going to go to my big money tight end. This guy is going to be open. We're going to get down the field. We're not phased by this. Like, it, it was incredible, man. Like, epic. Really. Epic. Epic. And I, and I don't even fucking say that. Yeah, epic. It was epic. It was epic. Like, that's what it was. It was the best quarterback play I've ever seen. Without between, a doubt. Between them being mobile, both quarterbacks led the Mo- team in rushing. Yeah. So, they were they're literally doing everything. Running everything. the ball, throwing it. That Allen, when he escaped from both those guys, uh, was – On fourth and four? Incredible. He's literally I looking thought he was at sacked. I thought he was sacked. I was like, oh, this, damn, they got back there on his ass. He's he's literally looking at two dudes in the face. Shakes one stiff, but basically shimmies another one, and he's clear and gone. And if hey, and he's when he's going to pick up the fourth and four, he's actually waiting for you to come up and press him so he could throw it for 35. Yeah. Like he he's not pressed at all. Like he's no. very relaxed, running right. He's like, yo, come on up. Go ahead and leave your man and come on up so I could dump one for 28. Like, th- that's what I'm seeing. It's what they were doing is beyond impressive. <laughs> I tweeted, hold on. <laughs> I got, let me pull up, let me pull up exactly what I said so I don't fuck it up. But, oh, I tweeted Gabriel Jerry Rice Davis. Yeah, that guy. He looked like that man. And the Chiefs had zero interest in in, in covering they, him at all. <laughs> man, they, he was going crazy, bro. <laughs> I never even heard of that guy before today. Yo, before the other day, and they I, had zero interest in covering him. He that post, that post corner post, he hit my man with where my, on the fourth and fourteen. Oh, my, man my man fell down. Yeah, he uh, juked him. Bro, it, was it, was like a, it was like an AI crossover. <laughs> yeah, it was without question the best quarterback play I've ever seen. Well, Buffalo, and Allen finds Buffalo all those made, guys too. Like Allen saw that and found like like he's not missing no people. A lot bro. of quarter like yeah, a lot of quarterbacking is not physical; it's mental, right? Like you got to find those, right? Like everybody's like, oh, a guy fell down. That that's easy. Like that's not easy. You got to see that, and you got to know that you got to put that ball there. You can't fuck that up. And like Allen yeah. recognized that, but yeah, G- Gabriel Jerry Rice Davis is one hundred percent right. Yeah. I, I, they, they had no interest in covering that guy at all. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you this, man. I went back and watched the game again just to give myself some more pain, but I wanted to see like the second half. I wa- and I watched. I ended up watching like the whole game basically over again. Every single throw Allen and Mahomes made was accurate, on point, and in stride. Yeah. 
There wasn't, and no one was reaching backwards. I'm talking about even, even on checkdowns, they're slinging it sidearm out in front of Devil of Devin Singletary, out in front of uh, Edward Solaire. Like well, the Mahomes, the Mahomes. Maybe through the, the greatest pass I've ever seen in my entire the life. Under the dude's arm, the the back the back angle camera shot of that shows like how impossible it is that like you're moving forward, throwing with your right arm, trying to get it like it's it, it defies any type of physics. Like you had to literally place that ball perfectly, but you're placing it against gravity almost, right? You're running to the right and throwing back like it, the whole he thing is crazy. He threw it sidearm underneath the dude's arm. That he knew the guy's arm was gonna go straight up, so he's yeah. like, I got to go around this dude, and I'm throwing in traffic. I'm literally so throwing, and I'm throwing it, right at this guy. So I got, yeah, he he probably couldn't even see. Yeah, it's craziness. I'm actually throwing, throwing to pass the defender, not to the receiver. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that throw was absolutely unbelievable. Yo, and I'm gonna tell you this too on Buffalo's D, that's supposed to be the best D in the league. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely crumbled down the stretch. Crumbled. And low, and yo, look, I understand you're tired, but even let, let let's fast forward to overtime. No, fuck that. We'll go back to the minute left, right? Allen gets the ball with a minute five left. You had all that time to rest. You're resting on the sideline during that drive. There's there, there's timeouts. There's a fourth and 14. You're you get all that time to rest. Allen scores a touchdown. You come out on the field. You you legitimately need one tackle. You give up a 20-yard chunk play, then a 25-yard chunk play back to back in 13 seconds. Then you get all the time to rest after regulations over in between overtime. You're sitting there waiting for the coin toss. Coin toss comes out. You guys are know you're coming back on the field, and then you get you don't. I mean, you don't. They, they pick up. They go. They pick up eight, twelve, fifteen, seventeen, twenty touchdown. I mean, they just get gashed. I understand that they're tired, but call a fucking yo. This is another thing. Call a fucking timeout. Buffalo wasn't tackling anybody all game either. It, it was they're, they're tackling because look at how many of those short screen passes and stuff like that, that the Chiefs got them on. I mean, you watch that, even the Hill one, like, they're just bobbing. And I get the cheetah is impossible to catch. No, that, but these that, guys, <laughs> he's special. That he's run after catch, he's not. Different. He's different. But Buffalo couldn't tackle anybody. So, to your point, like, this is the best defense in the league. Like, no, a lot of that, yeah, there was some coverage breakdown. There was some tackling breakdown. There was some awful play calling by Buffalo. But it was on both sides, too. I mean, again, we talk about Kansas City's uh, inability to fucking even – pretend to cover Davis, right? So, I mean, like, defense was out the window. You know, sometimes you watch those NBA games and yeah. people are just coming up and down the court just waiting to get back on offense. That's what that was. Defensive players were just getting waiting to get back to watch the offensive play. It's one of those things, man. If you tell me the Bills are going to score 36 on the road, they have to win. Yeah. With, with, with the defense that, they, that they've had all year, come on, man. Like, you can't lose that game on the road. You scored 36 points on the road. Shit's not. You can't lose that game, dog. It, it, it's that was that was a tough one, no doubt. And Tyreek Hill, man, for him to catch that ball over the middle where he did and go untouched, 
Bro, no one was no one was no was close. no one was even close to even touching his back. None of that. Yeah. It was insane. And 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 that's another ball Pat Mahomes put right out in front of him. Yep, perfectly knew, thrown. Knew exactly where to put nothing, it. Nothing anyone can do about it because the ball is so perfectly thrown in stride that she does at top speed two or three steps after he catches it. And that's just a rat. Mm-hmm. It's a rat. So what's your take on the whole overtime shit? I could care less, man. I don't care. Like, we, I don't care. It, yeah, it, it, those are the rules, man. Like, yeah, I get it comes down to the coin toss. But at the end of the day, I think Lewis Riddick said it best. Play some fucking defense. Yeah. Get a stop. Get a stop. Get, that's all you got. That's all you got to do. Play some defense and get a stop. There's there's no reason that it should be that easy. There, there's so many mistakes made by Buffalo to close the game. It's insane. Yeah. Last 13 seconds. After that, the fact that Allen lost that game after going down with a minute and scoring a touchdown is insane. It's insane. Also, I'm gonna tell you this. Shout out for shout out to uh, Andy Reid for having timeouts left. Mike McCarthy, take notes. They don't have timeouts left. That shit is dead. That shit is super dead. They they complete a pass, call a timeout, chill, re up, throw another throw another twenty yard pass, chill, timeout, run the kicker out. What do you think about uh, folks clowning the Cowboys because the Chiefs were able to get off two plays in less time than the Cowboys had, and they couldn't even get them all done? I thought. I it is it, funny when you look at it like that. It's like, oh, this is what an organized off team looks like. They if, know what to do. It's. I thought it was. Center. I thought. <laughs> I thought it was a little unfair because of the timeouts thing. Yeah. It's the same amount of time, but they have timeouts. They just stop the clock. Yeah. Like. Well, the, I mean, the Dallas shit is still in. They didn't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean. Like they, the Chiefs lose that game. They don't have timeouts, so yeah. it been it would have been the same shit. They've been running up, scrambling, trying to get some shit locked in. They wouldn't have been able to get – they wouldn't have had enough time. Can't believe they haven't fired McCarthy. Man, it's tough when you give them all that money, man. Dog, I would have fired that. I would have fired him. I would have fired him like week four, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if they were four. No, I would have never hired him, but – You said we – you said we – you said we, we – I think we – us as owners, we'd have been Steinbrenner. We fire yeah, him. Yeah, I'm firing off. people. Oh, my God. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be like this – it'd be like this – it'd be like this soccer shit. One I'm year deals. What's up with hey? Real, I gotta ask these questions. So this soccer shit, they be firing these motherfuckers like right away, huh? Dog, dog. They dog. fired the dude, the dude from Leicester City who won the won the Premier League five thousand to one odds. They fired him the next year. My next year, bro. Out of there. <laughs> okay, what the fuck? Dog, you the, can't have a losing streak. Like the foot in, in, in football and soccer, they yeah, you win Champions League, and the next year the team looks out of form. They fire you. They fire you. Yeah, I we think fire the, dudes twelve games into shit like. A lot of that has to do with the money that's at stake. So, for example. Oh, yeah, you win money for. If you get in, like, these European places, you get a lot of money. A lot of cash. So, yeah. like, if you're at 9 and 10, but the, the the team feels like, you know, they have the talent to be that top four or five range, they're firing the dude so they can get some a new voice in to try to get them up at top five range. But crazy weekend. Josh Allen played perfect the entire playoffs, and this D, his D didn't help him out. But I'm going to say this. Buffalo also struggled in a lot of spots in the middle of the year. They won, I think, six or seven in a row coming down the stretch. But they should have had home field advantage. Yeah, That game should have been in Buffalo. They shouldn't have had to worry about that. That's the other thing. 
that that that's major. There's no there's no business. The Titans should have been the one seed at home, and the Bills shouldn't have been. The that the Bills just went to Arrowhead the year before. They're like, yo, man, we don't want to. We don't want to yeah, go yeah, there yeah. again. You should that that should have been your motivation. For you know this what year. I mean? We like, don't want to be. We don't. We do not want to go back there. They had a couple gaffes during the year where. They lost some inexplicable games, and they could have won and took care of business, closed out the year with two or three losses, and been the one seed, and motherfuckers would have had come through Buffalo, including the Chiefs. I think that shouldn't go without being mentioned. Those little lulls, you know you know, you don't want to go to Arrowhead, man. Y'all did that already. Come, come to, come to uh, what is it called? Orchard Park? Is that what their stadium is called? To, I think Orchard Park, there, New York, yeah. Buffalo, whatever, man. Come up here and try to beat us. That, that's where I think is a big is a big uh, missed opportunity throughout earlier in the year because because the Chiefs didn't play well till later on. I mean, they, 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 they left the door open for people. If you look at how the divisional round played out, apparently outside of the Chiefs' home field advantage didn't really matter. Right. Yeah. They all, they all end up losing anyway. They so the anyway. They all took the L anyway. So. Yeah. All right. What all right, real best? quick. So who yeah. do you got next week then? Oh, real quick. Uh, I have the Chiefs and I have um, – the Niners. Oof, Chiefs Niners. You don't Chief. believe in the Rams, huh? Well, first of all, there's going to be a lot of fucking Niners fans in L.A. And it's tough, man. That, that's you said, my... You said, you said the Rams fans are going to be the Lakers game, huh? It's, 100%. There's going to be a lot of Niners fans there. My my gut tells me Chiefs Niners right, right, right now. Okay. Um... I really believe in Shanahan, and I really believe in the Niners being able to pressure. And I think it'll be look. I think that the Rams are going to make more mistakes than the Niners. That's why I would pick them. It's a good. The Niners don't really that that that's a that's a testament to Shanahan, and and that is how you win all these games with Jimmy Garoppolo is you don't make any mistakes. Yeah, Jimmy, they, they, Jimmy, Jimmy might turn it over here and there, but yeah, I think it's going to be Chiefs Niners. A little rematch. If they win the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo, what do you do? You move him. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean not, that that never happens. But I mean, I, I, listen, I don't li- listen. I think kind of the stuff that we're talking about, we pay these guys in these GM president roles to make really tough decisions that might get blowback. If you don't think Jimmy G is the guy and the reason you won the Super Bowl, then you move off of him. If you think he's the right decision and you're, he's the reason you make the Super Bowl, then you keep him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand it might get blowback and all this and that, but package him up and try to get some more value from him, especially if you think Trey Lance is the guy. You move off of him. He got you a ring. You move. You paid him all that money. You move. That- who's, the last, who's the last quarterback to get dumped after winning a Super Bowl? I think there's only really been one. Like, like you don't, I put it like this, really, before I, while I think about that. You don't want to be the Flacco situation where, <laughs> oh, hot. he won a Super Bowl. Now we have to max him and pay him all the money in the world, and, and he's not worth all that. Well, Flacco, in Flacco's, in Flacco's defense, Flacco was on fire. It wasn't, it wasn't like Garoppolo who's played two bad games, but they happened to win. Flacco was on fire. Yeah, but the overall body of work was still run. there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that, that, that's the situation you don't want to be in. So, 
Um, the the the, the corner is it like in the two thousands or is it like is it is it recent? Uh, it's relative in our lifetime. <laughs> in, our li- in our lifetime. Um, yeah, he got he got dropped after this team won the Super Bowl. I mean, there's only one guy it could be when you really think about it. Uh, but he did he did get dropped after they won the Super Bowl, which is crazy to me. He I did could... nothing to win the Super Bowl. He did nothing to win regular season games. He is the definition of take snaps and watch defense. He literally, he literally. Uh, Dilfer? Yes, Dilfer. Okay. Oh, Dilfer. Okay. They didn't bring him back after they won. Yeah, but I, I think that's the same thing. Not, it's not. It's. I'm. Dilfer, what I'm Dilfer saying was tw- is twelve for twenty-five. He was twelve for twenty-five or one hundred fifty-three yards and a touchdown in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, I'm telling you this, bro. If you don't believe in the guy, don't be don't be afraid to move off. And I think that's kind of where they're at with Jimmy G. Like they don't believe in him like that. that and I like nice. Jimmy G. Like you said, I've kicked it with Jimmy G. Jimmy G's a cool ass dude. Yeah, but, seems like a great guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, looking through these Dilfer numbers, I can't believe they won a Super Bowl with this guy. Oh, that defense! He completed fifty nine percent of his passes that year. That's Jamal Lewis. That's Jamal. And they made him go to jail after that. Shout out Jamal Lewis. No, they did make Remember? him go to yeah, jail. He, after to jail. That. he went to jail that summer. <laughs> yeah, he did. We need a 30 for 30 for that Ravens squad. Ray, Ray Lewis shake the nigga fucking we Jamal Lewis. <laughs> we, we definitely need a 30 for 30 for that Ravens squad. 100%. Ray, Ray, Ray Lewis. Who was the head coach? Reed, it was uh, 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 my man's. No, 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 no. No, no, no. My man. He, pa- uh, he was the Vikings head coach. Oh, Brian Billick. Brian Billick. Brian Billick. Yeah. Shout out Brian Billick. Shout out Brian, Brian Billick. Billick. Who was D coordinator was Marvin Brian, Lewis, right? Brian Billick is definitely in Naples right now. <laughs> yeah, kicking it. <laughs> Dumb tough with a pocket full of stankies. Pocket full of pocket full of money <laughs> down in Naples. You probably it. see him down there sipping cappuccino. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Shout out Brian Billick. But yeah, who you got? Um, I, sound like you want to take the Rams. How can you take the nah, Rams after Chiefs, talking Chiefs, all that? Chiefs Niners. Okay. I don't know, Chiefs Niners. Since since he don't got no shot in Arrowhead, I don't plus, know. Hey, man, the it, line seven. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got the, I got the Chiefs. The not, Chiefs. not, nothing for Bur- too early for Burrow. Yeah, you got the experience at quarterback versus the experience at head coach. Better overall roster. Sure. Yeah. So, but they'll be back, Joe Burrow. They'll be fine. Get get that man some protection. Because if I'm the Chiefs, I'm watching that film from Saturday and being like, oh, okay, well, if we sack them nine times, we're not losing. You know what I mean? So if, if I'm the Chiefs, I'm going after them. He's going to shred you regardless, so you can't be worried about him shredding you off the blitz. Just yeah. go after him and hope you can co- cause him to make a mistake. Yeah. I think if I'm a Cincinnati Bengals fan, I am, I'm going into the weekend in a win-win. Yeah, you're happy regardless. You're not. You're well, just sitting well, there smiling. Well, game in 30 years, so yeah. You win two games, you're in the AFC championship, and now you just sit back and enjoy and then say, oh, man, good run. We'll come back next year. We got Joe Burrow. We literally have Joe Burrow the next 15 seasons. Hope the, the AFC, those three quarterbacks in the AFC, it's just going to be stacked. Three young three young guns, Mahomes, Allen, and Burrow. And Herbert, so it's four. And Lamar. And Lamar. <laughs> Don't get me started. He's not in that ilk, but and t- yeah. And Tyler Huntley. Yeah, shout out Huntley. That boy a beast. <laughs> <laughs> shout out T. Huntley, shout man. Out T. Huntley. Shout out T. Huntley. All right, let's move over. Let me write this down. Let's move over to the NBA. The association. The association. Hey, man, I might have to get a Suns. Hey. I might have yeah, to get a Suns ticket. 
You want to ask me how it's going to shake out? I'll tell you exactly how this shit's going to shake out. It's already shaking out for us. What do you, yeah, what, go ahead. Well, so, all right. Well, first, let's start in the Eastern Conference. The Eastern Conference, and we talked, you talked about it a lot at the beginning of the year. I think when we did our preview that this time conference is going to be tight all year. Yep. I don't think that we saw this. Um, what is there? There's two and a half games of separation amongst the top six. So, right now, you got Miami in the one seed, Bulls half game back. Brooklyn half game back, Bucks game back, Cleveland a game and a half back, and Philly two and a half games back. All those teams playing well except for the Bulls and kind of Brooklyn. Brooklyn's been been hit or miss here. Um, I, dude, I think, and I think I said this last time we recorded, and in the West, look, I don't know what else to tell anybody. Phoenix has been the best team in the Western Conference for two years now. They have been the best team. They were the best team in the Western Conference last year and took it all the way to the NBA Finals yep. where they had a shot. And they've been the best team in the Western Conference this year. I get we had a lot of Golden State love to start the year. They started off hot. They have cooled down. They got to work clay back. They got some injuries issues that they need to figure out. This Phoenix thing keeps humming. They've won 9 of 10. They had what was that, like a 16-game winning streak earlier this year. They know exactly who they are. They added into plots where they were deficient last year. They needed help for big men. They added three-time NBA champion and Olympic gold medalist JaVale McGee, right? They still have Chris Paul. Devin Booker is playing at an MVP-type level. DeAndre Aiden's playing great. Mikael Bridges is the defensive player of the year candidate. They got boss man 9-9 in the mix. Like, what, what else do you want? What this about team, Bismack? Bismack Biombo, another big who can give they you They just timid. added. Dude. But all you're doing when you get the like, – you can laugh at Bismack, and I know I like to laugh with JaVale and all that, but these guys, they serve a purpose. Hey, we need DeAndre Aiden to get 10 minutes of breather, or he's banged up, or he's in foul trouble. Cool, JaVale McGee, come give us 10 minutes. Bismack Biombo, come give us 10 minutes. It's the one thing they didn't have last year. They had no depth, especially after uh, – what's my man? Saric went down. It yeah. was Aiden, then Kaminsky. You can't yeah. win with a front court like that. Aiden was great, but you're going to Kaminsky in a spot where you're asking him to play D and do all these other big man stuff. That's not his game. So you go and you add two rim running bigs and Biombo and Biggie, who are pretty much like extremely poor man DeAndre Aiden's. Fine, let's go with it. You still got Chris Paul. I already told you about Booker. I already told you about Bridges. My man Cam Johnson out there shooting that rock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shooting that rock. And they keep winning. What what more do you want? 18 and 4 at home, 19 and 5 on the road. Nine of their last 10 have won seven straight. Consistent. They've been the best team in the Western Conference for two years. They are, to me, without a doubt, representing the West in the finals. I don't, I don't see, I think, I think they cruise through the playoffs too. Barring an injury. Barring a CP3 injury, that team cruises through the West. And in the East, it's the Bucks. I think we're heading towards Bucks Suns 2.0. Yeah. I like I like Philly. They don't have enough. Joel Embiid is playing out of his fucking mind right now. He's the MVP candidate. I, to me, Joel Embiid is the MVP because I don't think that that team is very good, but they've been playing great. Um, the Cleveland story is awesome, but they just don't have enough. I was at that game against them and the Bulls last week. They just don't have enough scoring, right? Like, you get past Garland, and, and they really struggle to score. Yeah. Um, Brooklyn, the whole situation just up in the air. They're one injury away from shit not working out. and. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to say anything bad against Miami, but I just think that Milwaukee's the best. It's either Milwaukee or Miami to me. Simple as that, huh? Simple as that. And the Suns cruise through the West. So who you got? 
Hold on. Well, let's get to some of these other rankings. We know I don't I don't want to pick who's gonna win, but let's talk about what's going on. I want to see who what the team futures. All right, let here we go. Conference winner. Suns are plus two. The Warriors still the favorite. Plus two twenty five versus plus two seventy. That's crazy. Man, I should take the Jazz at plus five. There, you oh, already know what's gonna happen. The Lakers are plus six fifty still. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> They're still trying to show show them some love. The Grizzlies being a th- being what the number three three team in the West right now is plus twelve hundred to win the West. The Lakers have better odds than the Grizzlies. By, oh, the Grizzlies have better odds than the Lakers half. But the Lakers have better odds to win the West by the Grizzlies by half. The plus six fifty <laughs> versus, versus plus twelve hundred. What games are they watching? That's crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They they think LeBron can turn it on and carry him. I guess, but. There's no way. Who the hell is betting the Lakers at plus six anything? To, to uh, Who? You would think that they'd want to uh, encourage some action on the Lakers side and make that a little bit more appetizing. That's not even good enough odds for me to even consider taking the Lakers. You'd have to give me like plus 15,000. Yeah, they're, I mean, yeah, There's they're really zero, nice. No shot. That's just, you might as well burn your money on fire. Yeah, light it up. Yeah, that team is ass. Nets, Nets are pretty clearly the favorite in the East. Plus, <laughs> a, plus 130 versus the Bucks at plus 320. I don't, I don't, I don't see that either. The Nets have the best team, but they yeah. can't stay healthy. And either, and one guy can only play half the games. The other guy apparently doesn't want to be there. You, you think that the Warriors can't keep up with the Suns? You said the Suns no. were crew. You think? Yeah, you, I think the Suns cruise to the West. You think? You think uh, Golden State's been playing over their head a little bit? Yeah, I think they started off the season way over their head. Like they start off, I mean, they start off the season crazy hot. They're the best record in the NBA. I thought they started off the season way over their head. They're a good team. They're really good. They'll probably finish in that second or third seed and they'll give teams trouble. And you don't want to see Steph and you're hoping a healthy Clay and healthy Draymond in the playoffs. But I just think that Phoenix has been the class of the Western Conference for two years. Yeah. You got like, I think people, that. people want it to be the Warriors. They love the Warriors, right? You want to, you want to think this thing is going to work out the way you want it to. And it still could. But if I had to put my money on it, Phoenix is the best team in the NBA. I mean, yeah. Phoenix has been the best. Yeah, they've, they've been the best team in the Western Conference clearly for two years, and it hasn't stopped. Like, what more do you need to see? This team just keeps winning. You talked about it last year. They just they just keep winning. Yeah, they looked really good. They 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 caught a break or two with uh, the the Lakers injuries and and AD and all. Even that. this Lakers team healthy is was still going to be trash. Last year, I'm talking about last year. Oh, last year. Yeah, like they, they oh, called yeah, a, they yeah, called yeah. a break to get out of that series because they were everybody does every year yeah. though yeah 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 100 everybody so, does every year. you can go back through each champion and you can tell you can point to the break that they caught sure sure yeah you know no, what i mean no doubt so yeah okay so espn's got it suns warriors they got memphis at three and then the first eastern conference is miami heat and then the bucks bulls are at six yeah well the bulls have looked like shit bulls looked really bad bulls have lost three of ten and should have lost last night. The only game we've looked good in is Cleveland. Yeah. It's cool. we, had to, we had to make sure Laurie didn't get a W. Yeah, Laurie had 30. <laughs> we had to make sure Laurie didn't get a W. Yeah, he was going off. You think he, he, he should have pointed up at the press box at AK, low-key? No, he, have, he doesn't have the heart to do that. That shit would have been hard, though. <laughs> he, doesn't, he, he, doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't have the heart to do that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like... The East is just so open, man. The East yeah. is crazy. 
And and the thing is, the East has been like this the last few years. Like you, you don't really know. So um, I mean, like you could. It's going to come down to there. health. Yeah, it is in the East. Simple as that. Which is why I tend to ride with Milwaukee. Everyone at full strength. You like Milwaukee? I like Milwaukee. Yeah, I like Giannis. Giannis is the KD is the best player, right? But it's it's Giannis to me is is the man of the hour. You know what I mean? Like Giannis is the guy that you need to stop. I think. All pat obviously they're defending championship champions, but everything goes through Giannis to me. And no one has shown me that they can stop Giannis for seven games. So I'm I'm going with that. Hey, speaking of the Bucks, I want to talk about this Grayson Allen thing. I I I am very bothered that no one on the Bulls said shit to Buddy. Oh, we don't have that guy. Not a peep. Yeah. We that doesn't matter. Yeah. Not a peep. I'm not talking about someone, you know, went over and said something. I, like, no one even yelled at him from across the way. No one said a fucking word to this dude. And he's just standing there smug face. That shit, that shit really bothered me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, if that happened on the Heat, I think that's a brawl. Oh, yeah. Well, you got God, Jimmy, Jimmy fuck around and throw a punch. Well, that's what, like, I, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. even kidding, right? No, like, for I sure. Well, for, well for, the Heat have a guy. You know what happens if that happens on the Heat? You know who checks in the game, right? Who you talking about? Uh, yeah, of course. You're talking about UD. Uh, UD. You Haslam is. Haslam, as soon as it happens, Haslam is. So you ain't even got to tell me. I'm, hey, hey, I got five to give right now. <laughs> But and I'm gonna give you each one of them up. Yeah, like, but that's but that's why you have guys like that, 100. percent No, I'm don't you remember you... in the bubble a few years ago when Buddy went at Giannis and no one did anything on the Bucks? And I told you, I was like, that's a problem. Yeah, it was Bruce Brown too, and it was like, yo, no one, you can't go at Giannis, and that's Giannis, not Caruso. But it's like you can't have shit like that happening. You need those guys who are there for that. Yeah, for sure. it... and we don't have that. Like, we don't have like Lope. Remember, Robin Lopez would would have handled that. Yeah, back in the day. It it really <laughs> shout out D in the comments. He said Warriors. He said Warriors beating the Suns. They beat them twice this year. Yeah, we'll see. That's fine. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get back to it. But yeah, that really is not sitting well with me, bro. Because and I'm not even on some. They're not tough, and they're not this, and they're not that. But shit like that can't happen. Shit like that can't happen, man. Our guy just got back, by the way. He ain't been on the floor for a minute. He plays hard all night, every night. He goes up. I think he's our gets, third third most important player. Yeah, without question. Without question. And he goes up. Listen, this is the thing, bro. Deliberate or not, you just took my man out. I don't give a fuck about if it was intentional or none of that. We got to have, that at the very least, a chest-to-chest conversation us against the Bucks, yeah. a squad we know we're gonna see in the East, and that's and that's in our division. Uh, you gotta set the tone. Like, yo, that shit cannot happen, bro. That shit really did not sit right with me. Even and even if it's even if it's Donovan going down the shit, like, hey man, get your boys out of control to Bud. Something, anything, there, fucking nothing happened, bro. It was like it was a common file, and we just went back about our business. No one said shit the rest of the game. No, no one did anything. We just let him skate on it. Then the Bucks come out, start posting shit on on Twitter. It's just because we let him skate. 
Shit bothered me, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. <clears throat> well, that Twitter know. that Twitter shit was out of control. I, I yeah. Somebody's getting fired. And, um, and I don't and I don't know <laughs> if I'm blowing it out of proportion, but like no, nah, no, nah, I fully I can't agree. See that I, shit you again. know, I've always been on this train, man. I think that you sign you have guys who are available for that type of activity, especially when it's a star when you have a star. And again, I get Caruso's not a star. They didn't do it to Zach, they didn't do it to Damar, but to your point, just the fact no, that what? there was the, but there was zero reaction from the Bulls. No, it wasn't to your point, like Donovan wasn't yelling, you didn't have the bench yell, you didn't have people talking shit. Like, Nothing. let's not go out there and do the John Cheney where Cheney sent the guy out there to break the kid's leg. <laughs> right. Like, we don't got to go that far. Like, yo, at the same time, like, face, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yo, you can't do on? that. Like, we're right. not going to be pumped around by you guys. And to your point, it's the Bucks. This is a team that you're going to see. This is a team that you want to set some type of tone right. with. Like, you 100% need to get in their face and set and say something. Do and something. A, and another thing, too, you bring up Zach and DeMar. What makes you think it would have been different if it was them two? That's what I'm saying. No, I, I, I don't no, even know yeah, if it yeah, would have been different, yeah, right? For sure. Yeah. So that that bothered me. We'll see how it shakes. Um, so you think they need to sign Born ready? Some <laughs> somebody's got to talk to him, bro. Someone yeah. had to have said something, and I still think next time they play, someone's got to say something to him. Absolutely. At some point. It's the like, it's the baseball. You got you got you got to send something up and inside. No, we'll see. <laughs> like real shit though. Yeah. Yeah. Like yo. We got some time to sit on what happened. That shit yeah. was out of that shit was out of pocket. We got to talk to him about that. So who do the Bulls have? Who do the Bulls even have that's even like that though? Javante. That should be Javante. That's Javante, bro. He's the all everything. He's the play hard guy. And I'm not telling go put an elbow in his face. I'm saying, yo, we know what you did, bro. That's some bullshit foul shit. Like, like that's it. I feel just like Al- Alizé, Alizé Johnson would have been ready for that action. Yeah, Alizé would have been ready. <laughs> Alizé would have been like, hold on, Alizé what? would have been ready. But, like, <laughs> well, because, like, let's go down the list. I think DeMar will talk to him. I think yeah. Zach, Zach's, not, Zach's not that type of dude. Zach is not doing v- that at all. V- Vooch is not that type of dude. No. Io's a rookie. He's Io not can, doing that. Can't do it, yeah. So, a lot of those 10-day guys, those guys on those 10-day contracts aren't in a position to get suspended or anything it, like that. It, it has to be DeMar Al, in a Alfonso situation McKinney. where he's like, yo, bro. Yeah, I'm looking at our roster. We really don't have anybody who's like – No, uh, we're like a – we're like we're, – we're a bunch of nice guys. We're a bunch of nice, of nice guys. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of, there's literally not one – nobody in there who's there for that. Nice guys that get buckets and, and play really good defense. Nobody on Quiet. the roster who's there for that. No, Lonzo Ball, nah, he, he's not around, but – no, like, I th- yeah. I think the Heat thing is probably the best example. Like, literally, that's what Haslam is there. Like, Haslam, I know he's there for a lot of reasons for the Heat, but he is a thousand percent available for that. Like, yeah. if that happens to fucking Bam, if that happens to Tyler Hero, you hear from UD. I'm telling you that UD probably comes off the bench type shit, and he's yeah. at half, and they're like, "Yo, technical, he got it. He came off the bench type thing." Yeah, he's like, ready. Yeah. No, at the, at the yeah. very, he's, at, he's suspended the next game. Fine, right? At, <laughs> at, well, like at the yeah. very least. Like yeah. to send a little remote, like yo, you yeah. can't be out here. Yeah, what are you doing on fast breaks, pulling people to the ground in midair, and then swinging another arm back yeah, over? Like you just and can't the league gives that. them one game for that bullshit. So, yeah, I don't know, man, but that shit bothered me. We'll we'll, we'll see how that shakes out. Um. So wait, so who do you got then? I mean, I know you don't want to pick your winner, but yeah, I mean, I like, where, pick where, winner. where do you got? I, what are you seeing right now? Listen, shout out my guy Ryan Kelly. He knows I'm. I like the Suns a lot. I'm a huge Devin Booker fan. I think they have their quote unquote bucket getter down the stretch type dude. 
CP CP three is unflappable. We know he, dude, he's been pushing triple doubles lately. Like he's, he's been all he's crazy. Yeah, he's been all over the place doing his thing. So I really like, um, I really like Phoenix in the West, I, and, that, and that's obvious. Like you said, they're thirty six and nine. Like, and they got the black head coach, black GM. <laughs> yeah, shout out Joe. Um, so yeah, I like I like them, and I think I do think that Golden State's been playing over their head a little bit. Steph has now started to slow up a bit, but like, yo, Gary Payton Jr. and all those guys, nice story. I don't know if that can, if if that type of stuff is going to be going well, does, on. Does that happen in, in the playoffs? Right, yeah, yeah, right, right. Like, I would, I think Jordan Poole is a dog. Like, I, I, I need to see that type of shit in the playoffs as well. well and now, extremely important to what they well, do. Well, this is well, we do this all the time <laughs> in the NBA. You get there, you're like, ah, happy to be here. Then you really push. Ah, we were really close. And then you come back and you're on motherfuckers' ass like the Bucks. Like, we're here to win the championship. Yeah, we're, it's just, that's it. Last exactly. year, the Bucks were like, that is it. Exactly. Hey, like, we're, not here, we're not here for any good times. not here for any good vibes. None of Don't that feel shit, good. We're here right? to win. And that's when Giannis turned that switch, too. Giannis like, yo, fuck it. If I got to go get 50, I'm going out to get 50. Exactly. And so, I don't – I think Chris Paul and those guys – they're gonna. This is like, man, we trying to win the title, and his we're clock gonna, is beyond ticking. Yeah. Yep, we're gonna have home. Hopefully, we're gonna try to go get home court, and we're. This is this is that spot for the Suns where it's championship or bust. Say what you want. They they had to be a little happy that they were in the finals last year. Sure, you know what I mean. Like we've got that. We've tasted the finals. Now let's get back and then let's actually win this motherfucker. Well, and like. It matters how you come back too, right? Like that's on Monty Williams. Like the fact that this team has come back and still looks hungry, sure. right? Still like you, you could easily follow that up with a dud or thinking you're the shit or whatever it is, right? Like, no, nah, they're they're the focus is very singular for them. Like you don't hear them say shit. Yeah. Like it's it's like we're gonna go out, we're gonna win a bunch of regular season games to put ourselves in a position to have home field through home court throughout, and we're gonna win our championship this year. So yeah, I, and I think it's set up perfectly for them, honestly. Yeah, they just I really stay do. healthy. It'll, they got to stay healthy. It'll, I mean, yeah, you know, the second year of guys like Cam Johnson, Mikel Bridges, and those dudes in the finals will be, yeah, all that shit will be a long way. So, yeah, yeah I really new. like them. Yeah. Hey, and I'm going to tell you this, man. I say it every year. I really like Utah, dude. I know they, they, yeah, they good. fuck around a lot. I'm good. But Donovan was hurt last year for, for, for early going in. And then their, their PG was hurt. Connolly was hurt. Utah has lost eight of 10. I know they've been <laughs> – I understand. <laughs> I get it. And, and, and they have looked really bad. And then they – And then, well right and then they, they – uh, they, I think they play Phoenix tonight. <clears throat> they do. And they, they, they play, play Phoenix, Phoenix at nine. They, yo, they play Phoenix tonight. Well, they played Phoenix, they played Phoenix uh, on Monday last, and lost. La, la, or, and then they play them again tonight. Yes. Or, oh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. And um, they basically were like – I mean, they lost to Houston. They lost to the Lakers. Well, it was they last lost. night. They lost to Detroit. It's weekend. They, they uh, lost uh, to the Pacers. They lost to the Raptors by double digits. They're not very good right now. And I'm going to tell you, and, and this is what, and, la, and last night, this is what they did. A bunch of people sat out, like DMPs. Um, so, like, look, they, like Jordan Clarkson, Whiteside, Rudy Gay, like all these dudes got big, big minutes. Dog, Jordan Clarkson looking around and seeing no one else to take shots is, is like heaven to him. Yeah. I call him hot potato, bro. I've never seen anybody with that gets rid of the ball quicker. Like, if Jordan Clarkson gets the ball, it's going up. Yeah. 100%. It's like he's Mr. Usage rate. It has to be crazy. Mr. Usage rate. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
let's leave it there. I gotta go to work, do some things. But um, yeah, man, big big NFL weekend coming up. AFC NFC Championship Super Bowl uh, will be picked. I got uh, I got some futures tickets that I'm looking forward to cashing. I got T.J. Watt DPOY. I hedged out and got Rodgers for the MVP, so I got some money coming back there, I think. So, lots of things to look forward to. Keep locked on the NBA. And uh, that's it, man. For Big Nick the Quick, I am your host, Sean Little. Make sure you subscribe. You know the deal, man. We're locked in everywhere. YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, the whole nine. Make sure you tap in with us. Shoot us some DMs if you want to chat. We're always open to answering some questions. Twitter, at Chicago Flow. Big Nick the Quick is uh, the Quick what? What is it? 420? Yeah, the, uh, no, it's Nick the Quick 1029. Yeah, so make sure you tap in with us, man. Shoot us a DM. Follow us, man. No catch up. Sports Talk via Chicago. We out of here.